Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. We've spent over 10 years on air shaping a generation of action motorsports, and now we're changing the game again. The best motorsports, the best action sports, and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in. I am Jim Beaver, and this is the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Grab the popcorn. Welcome to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show, and uh, this is the first studio show we've done in actually a couple months. Been crazy. Been on the road, done some stuff from the Off-Road Hall of Fame, what, Sand Sports Show, Crandon, Off-Road Expo, you name it, we've been there, we've done those shows, and uh, I am back in the studio today and doing a studio show, and I'm, I'm excited. Like, I love the live remote stuff. Thank you guys for been tuning in uh, online, uh, hopefully nationally as well. But, uh, you know, we've been killing it online, so obviously you guys are liking the live remotes. But when I do a studio show, I get to kind of branch off and talk about some current events, some of the other shenanigans, fun stuff that's going on. So kind of this whole adventure lifestyle I live, misadventures, so you will, uh, we've been uh, – been killing it on that, but now it's time to uh, sit back in the studio and talk about some of the fun current events. Uh, so we're going to get into that today. But, and trust me, I, I've got all kinds of stuff to loop you in on. I was just in Hollywood this last week uh, at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Tons of stuff to talk about in regards to that. Um, gosh, I mean, Twitter, crypto, uh, we got some wild stuff happening in the world. Not only that, but um, crazy Formula One news. Um, I mean, Supercross, Off-Road, Baja 1000's happening right now. Literally, as we're recording this, the Baja 1000's going down. So we got that to talk about. And, you know, if all of that isn't enough today, we've got a guy that just won back-to-back NHRA championships, one of the baddest dudes to ever walk the planet in regards to drag racing. Mr. On Caps, my good friend, is on the show today and uh, we're going to throw down with a dude that goes 330 miles an hour for a living, and he's actually one of the best to do it. So super stoked to have Mr. Napa Ron Caps today as my guest right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break here. We're going to regroup. And, uh, man, when we come back, we are going to have Napa Ron Caps right here on the show with me on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be one hell of a ride today. 
General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, joined on the line by my good friend Ron Capsu. Ron, I don't know if you could ride a, a crazier November than what you've had, man, but uh, I guess all is good right now in Ron Capp's world. Yeah, Jim, I... You and I talked pretty much this time last year, I think, and I was going into team ownership kind of not knowing what was ahead of even, you know, to sort of navigate being a team owner and a driver. And you couldn't have scripted last year. I mean, to have the opportunity to go in as an owner, but to win a championship like we did last year in 2021 and knowing I was going to go into to being a team owner was kind of a, a cool thing that I, I don't think I could have ever imagined happening but then you take it a step further this year and to do it 
and win a world championship our first year as a team owner and go back to back. Um, it's, I mean, I, I couldn't even fathom having such a great year like we had this year or that final race in Pomona, even having that play out was pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think it was the end of last year, beginning of this year when we talked. But, it, you know, and you mentioned back-to-back, and I'm like, you know, last year was a, an amazing year for you guys. You know, and, and to go and then to switch to your own team, I mean, you know, it's one of those where you think, all right, this is going to take a year or two to get on our feet sometimes. But back-to-back, and I think you were the first driver in, in Funny Car in what, like 20 years to go back-to-back? And, I mean, to me, I guess everybody remembers the John Force years, you know, and I and not to – you know, say that we're still not, you know, John can't win or anything like that. But I'm like, there was that era there where it was like back to back to back. It was John Force all the time. But, man, first time in 20 years and with a new team, I mean, it's just – it's pretty wild, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, obviously, I grew up a huge John Force fan, so to get to race him as much as I do now is, is pretty cool. And he's one of my better friends. Um, yeah, that that – we just talked about that yesterday, me and the team about his dominance in those amount of years. And what's funny is my crew chief, you know, last year and this year, Dean Antonelli, we call him Guido. He worked on that John Force car for many years. He was a crew member. And that's kind of how we met when I first became a rookie and top fuel. I worked on the car as well as drove it. And I drove the, the 18 wheeler uh, Guido. And I met because, um, you know, I grew up working on him and he was a crew member of John Force's and, we met on the road and uh, I was driving for kind of a privateer owner at the time. And those guys took me out of their wing and, and we followed them around the country and they let me uh, kind of hang on to them and learned where to go to get the dry cleaning done and where to go eat and just places that they were experienced being, you know, the John Force team of that, that era. And that's uh, how we start our, our friendship. And now look at us, we're a driver and owner, you know, I guess owner and crew chief now, but, um, you know, you fast forward that those were the days. I mean, John Force so dominant. So to do that first time in 20 years is, oh my gosh, every, I keep forgetting it. It, it hasn't even sunk in until you <laughs> mentioned it. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I kind of want to jump all, all over cause you and I have talked a lot of, and I want to get back to this year, but I, I want to kind of, you mentioned something. I kind of want to go back to the beginning. Can you, cause some people come into NHRA, you know, I don't want to say later in life, but you were born into drag racing. I mean, you've been around drag racing your entire life, but it's interesting to me where you talked about being on privateer teams. There's so many times in NHRA where I talk with people and, you know, they didn't start out as a driver. They started out working for a team and wrenching and things like that. And then the opportunity popped up to drive and it wasn't like they, they wanted to be a driver. They just didn't know how to get to that point. And it was a right place, right time and slowly kind of transitioned into being a driver and things like that. But your career, uh, you know, some people come into racing on their own, but I mean, you were kind of born into it, right? I mean, you, I, you were been at the track since the time you can remember it, right? Yeah, my dad, we raced a little, I, I grew up in central coast of California, San Luis Obispo, and there was a dry strip in Santa Maria. And my dad, you know, every weekend we were there, whether my dad raced or he was helping somebody and he was kind of the local guy everybody went to, you know, um, but he never did it professionally. So but that's the way I grew up. I didn't have a whole lot of money to bring like, you know, to, to buy a ride, I guess you'd say, or to, to bring a sponsor. So yeah, I worked on them growing up, but I was wanted to, I was waiting for that chance. And I was lucky because my dad growing up, you know, whether it was motorcycles or go-karts or whatever we did, we learned how to win um, on just hard work and, and making sure our equipment was good. We didn't have the big trailers and we didn't have the, 
the brand new, you know, cars and engines and things like that. So that, that stuck with me, um, you know, and as, as time went on, I learned more and more how to work on them and, and actually traveled on the road full time as a crew member on a top alcohol dragster. And, uh, that's where my, my, I guess that right, right place, right time, uh, where a guy I met in the staging lanes in Minnesota during an oil down and, um, I had a talk with him, didn't even know he owned a car. I thought he was just a mechanic on a dragster. And the next day he came back and said he enjoyed our conversation and asked if I'd want to get my license in his dragster. So that's, that's just how it started. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I came up that way. There's a few drivers, Del Worsham's one of them, Larry Dixon's another one that came, um, and actually Robert Height, who I battled for the championship sort of came up as a crew guy before he drove. So I, I wouldn't trade it for the world right now. Um, I think it's uh, it's really cool that I, some of my best friends at the track are still crew members and not other drivers. Well, it's funny you mentioned you know something didn't have the big collars and things like that. I laugh because I was like, there's got to be a point where, you know, I know me in my career. My dad was a blue collar racer, and there's pictures of me at the track from the time I was one month old out, you know, in, in the dirt, you know, and stuff like that. My dad off road racing, and I remember I got my own program and had all the crew guys. And there came a point where we signed our first factory program, and we had a little bit more money. And I go, all right, we get we get, we've got to bring hospitality in. And uh, I remember it was the first race, and all of a sudden we got you know hospitality, and we've got like a little bit of catering, and all my guys are like, what what is this? We're not eating out of ice chests anymore. And it was like it was a shock to them, <laughs> but it was one of those i was kind of brought up the same way where you you had to earn your stripes and every cent you accounted for and you know it's like where are we going to spend this penny and stuff like that but there had to be a point in your career where it was kind of the same shocking it was like oh maybe i've kind of made it now right yeah my, my rookie year in top fuel obviously we won uh, my rookie year at the seattle race which just didn't happen against you know the kenny bernsteins and certain connie colettas and and all those teams that were out at the time so that was that was big. Uh, Roger Prim, who you know the Prim name, I was yeah. off-roading, was the team owner of that car, and he ran it out of his pocket basically. Um, so that that sort of that was my rookie year. But from that point, Don Prudhomme called um, right at the tail end of that season and was watching me in that car and the way I carried myself and drove and did my interviews. And that was really the the first time when I answered that phone call and that following year started driving for the snake, you know, and I, all of a sudden now you're at a fully funded team. You're, you know, complete backing from uh, manufacturers. Every, everything is, is, is the best equipment, the best people you're driving for one of the legendary people going to dinner with Mario Andretti and Richard Petty and things like that were like, that was my moment where I went, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm even sitting here right now, let alone driving for a guy like that. So yeah, I remember those moments, man, where, you know, you think, wow, I, I might have made it. <laughs> this might be it. This might be it. Well, and, I mean, how is that? I mean, you, I, you talked about Don the Snake Perdome and then obviously Don Schumacher. I mean, you've driven for two of the most iconic names in drag racing history. I mean, you know, how has that been just from a mentorship standpoint? I know you and, and Don are still great friends, even though you're running your program, you know, on your own now and things like that. But, I mean, how has that been having those type of mentors and being around those guys, you know, throughout your career? It's been awesome. And, you know, they're two completely different people. And, yeah, Snake and I are still, we talk quite a bit. And, in fact, when I knew I was going to become um, an owner, he was one of the first people I called. And I, I wanted to ask him if he wanted to come be involved at any point just to hang out even. 
not financial, but just to get him back out to the races, yeah. being such a big name he is in our sport. Um, and he checks on me weekly, just on anything, business-wise, any questions, any help we need. Um, so it's, yeah, driving for those two has been, you know, like like you said, they're two iconic names, and I'm very lucky. But even taking a step further, the crew chiefs that I've had have been like rock star hero crew chiefs in the sport um, for me growing up. And that's probably been more more of a cooler thing, if that's even possible, of having Ed the Ace McCulloch and Roland, the Hawaiian, Leong, um, Ron Tobler, and just all these legendary people around the pit area that, that I've been able to work with. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't ever imagine as a kid, you know, driving for the guy that I played with his Hot Wheels you know, <laughs> and built his models and stuff as a kid. Um, you know, Don Schumacher, I had one of his models as well that I built as a kid. So, yeah, very lucky where things ended up for me career-wise. And we will be back with more with Ron Caps right after this on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. Did what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Catching up here with Ron Caps. Yeah, well, and it's funny because you know you mentioned the the crew chiefs and things like that, and NHRA's. You know, it's one of those interesting things. I think there's a lot of other motorsport where you know what I mean. You can have a a car that might be a little bit less, but the driver can kind of you know take over. And NHRA is the weird one where you have to have a phenomenal driver such as yourself, but you've got to have a phenomenal crew chief as well. If there's one of the two parts are missing, your program just doesn't work. Um, you know, other motorsports sometimes one can pick up the slack for the other, but I feel like NHRA there's this synergy where the driver the crew chief got to be one and i feel like you know that that's to me that's it's what's so awesome about nhra because it's as much on the crew as it is on the driver yeah i I just had this conversation yesterday i've I've talked about it before uh our sport's unique and you can relate and your listeners can definitely relate because i've talked about where you know you could have a i mean you could pick any example i mean walker evans and and off-road trucks and I've said Mario Andretti and IndyCar and Dale Earnhardt Sr. maybe in NASCAR, where you could have a 10th place car. If you could say this is a 10th place car, those drivers could get in. Walker Evans could get in and take that truck and, and probably win, but for sure get a fifth, fourth, third, top five. Yeah. There's just certain drivers that can do that. In our sport of drag racing, these cars are set up, especially Nitro, top fuel and funny car. They are set up to go down that track when it leaves the crew chief's hands and they start it. In that crew chief size, it is set up to run a, a run, whatever he put in that tune-up, that it's going to go down straight in the groove and the, and nothing go wrong. So the driver, I can't make that run any better. There's no way I can push the pedal any harder. I can't do anything other than do my best to keep it straight and leave on time and all that. But tune-up-wise, I can't make that car any better, but I can certainly make it worse. I can not leave on time. I could do a little longer burnout than I did before that changes the tune-up. Um, I don't keep it straight, things like that. So it's it's a weird phenomenon where I've gotten to do other, a lot of other racing, and, and that's the first thing I learned is our jobs in drag racing as a driver is just not to mess up. And, and, and it's we don't have an apex we missed or a corner we missed or a jump we didn't hit just right that we can – we can say, oh, man, okay, I, I can make it up next lap and make it better. We have to do everything perfect, um, or we can make the car run worse. So it's quite a bit different, and I've learned that over the years. you just got to be a machine, basically, in these nitro cars. is trying to do the same thing every time over and over and, and not give your crew chief something else that he's got to think about. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, though, the driver – I never, you know, I've been, you know, I've stood in the water box and things like that and watched the cars go down the strip, and it's amazing, but there was a video that you posted, and it might have been two years ago at this point, I can't remember, but it was something that was shot from the floorboard up, and it showed you for a run, and how much you were steering, and things like that, and I mean, you're going lock to lock, and I'm going, this is wild, you watch you go down the strip, and it looks like you're going straight, I didn't realize how much driving was involved, you know, it, it was 
mind-blowing to me to see how much you were working the steering wheel and what your body was doing in the car to keep that thing going in a straight line. It, it blows my mind how much driving is involved in NHRA because people on the outside looking in think, oh, the car just goes straight. They just hold it, hold it to the floor. I'm like, no, you are so wrong. You know, it's, it's pretty wild, Ron. I mean, you guys drive the hell out of these things. Yeah, top fuel dragster, you, you don't steer much. They're, they're so long and flexible and Honestly, you could drive with one hand, and, and there were times I just held on with a couple fingers, you know, just to not overdrive them. But the funny car is the just the most, you know, I've gotten to drive some pretty cool stuff. You know, USAC Midget, the Chili Bowl, and World Outlaws, and just a lot of cool cars. And there is nothing on the planet like a Nitro Funny Car. It is the most unpredictable 10, 11, 12,000 horsepower rocket ship, and you don't know what it's going to do. And so many times I'm in there wheeling away, sawing away at the wheel, and I'll have people at the starting line, just like you said, say, man, that was a straight run. You think, oh, my God. So it's fun, like Toyota putting the uh, the visor cam, and uh, I've run some of those HD camera glasses in my car. And like you said, we've had cameras looking back that actually show how much is going on in a funny car because it's – on top of that, you when you see that video, you see all the clutch dust that flies around, so it makes it harder to see. You're steering this little butterfly steering wheel for your life just to keep it straight. So, yeah, it's uh, I love it. I, I mean, I've gotten back in a dragster a couple times, and it just seems so boring compared <laughs> to the funny cars. So I, I think I kind of found my home. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think you found your home after uh, the last couple of years you've had and the career you've had. But let's go back to talking about this finale because, uh, you know, you went in and obviously you hadn't been the points leader all year long. You went in, uh, you know, Robert Hyatt had had a phenomenal, phenomenal year. I think what something like eight wins this year. Uh, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but you go into that and. I don't know, Ron. This was about as nail-biter as one can be. You know, Height got eliminated early. You come in, uh, you know, you want to talk about being clutch. I mean, what was going through your mind that entire day as things started playing out? Because there's so many layers to this story. And I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster. Even up in after you had the points lead, you still didn't have the championship because you still had to run in the final round. And, I mean, take me through that day and what was going on with you because, I mean, this was – this was as mental as racing gets. Yeah. You know, it really started the night before. Saturday night, the last qualifying session, we were the very last pair of cars. We were maybe sixth or seventh in qualifying order. Uh, conditions, the sun was going down on this historic Pomona track, and, and really conditions were about as perfect as they get for a crew chief. And um, my crew chief just leaned in and said, hang on, I'm throwing something at it, and I'm not sure it's going to stick, but just hang on and try to keep it straight. And we ended up going low ET, track record, all in one run, and it put us to number one. And and that run actually put us less than two rounds uh, for the next day, race day, under Robert Height. So, in other words, prior to that, we would have had to go three rounds to beat him for a championship on Sunday. That That's probably not going to happen. I mean, three rounds means he'd have to go out first round. We'd have to almost win the race, which that's a great team, and they're probably not going to go out first round. So what that run did is it changed a lot of things. We also were seeing if we won, we were going to see him in the semifinals, which if we would have taken him out in the semifinals, we've won the race, we would have beat him. So still mathematically, I, I, I knew it was a long shot, but we had a chance. And first round went low ET of the all funny cars with a 3.85 second run at like 335. And so then I was like, okay, now we got something. 
So I knew it put the pressure on him. But when he went out second round to the quarterfinals, we had just won our quarterfinal run right in front of him. So that right away put us another another round closer. And so all we had to do was win that next round. So we did not have it easy. We had unbelievable people we had to race. But that semifinal run was uh, against Bob Tasca. was so close. I didn't. I wasn't sure we won it, um, but then they threw another wrinkle, and they couldn't give me the trophy, even though we were ahead. When Robert lost, because there's a weird rule that if you cross the center line in the final round, um, we would have lost five points, and that would have cost us a championship. So people were expecting me to go out and just shut it off and coast down the track, which I probably should have. Um, I think it, I, as an owner, probably would have fired myself as the driver. <laughs> for doing what I did, but I, I figured you know, those fans are sitting up there, and I'm going to run it down there as far as I can. And I I never saw Cruz Pedregon, so I ran it all the way to the finish line and almost touched the wall, but it still ran an unbelievable run, and it was just kind of a clincher to a great weekend. Um, but to win it by three points is un, just unfathomable to, to think what we came back from and to do it like that in front of those great fans. Yeah, it was. It's exciting, and I, and I guess that's what this system, you know, the NHRA's, you know, put in. You know what I mean with uh, with the way things work. Instead of just being all season long, you know, quote unquote, the playoffs, you know, and and we've had a lot of you know motorsports kind of go to this this type format, you know. But it, it really produces some great racing for the fans, and I think you know that's what we got this weekend. You know, it went down to the wire, and uh, man, it was uh, sitting at home. And you talked about that round with Tasca. I didn't know they said you won, but I watched the replay and I'm like, that's about as close as it gets. Cause you know, it, visually when you guys were at the stripe, I could not tell, you know, until they called it for you. I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I, I didn't know it was, it was close. Yeah. They man. had weird camera angles and my family said the same thing. And a lot of people watching at home, you couldn't physically tell watching the TVs and in the car, you know, I can sort of hear that other car out the window, believe it or not, when they're next to me, um, and so you're just waiting to see this little light that's on the guardrail. And it means everything in the world as drivers because you're just looking for that light. And it's past the finish line. So when you hit the parachutes, you, you glance over and look for it. And, my gosh, I've never seen anything in my life that made me feel better than that little light that was on at that moment. Yeah, that's that's as exciting as it gets. So, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about the program. Obviously, you just have your first season. You're coming away with a championship. I mean, what's this off season look like? I mean, you know, we want to say off season, but I know, you know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up and things like that. You might take a week or two off, but I know it's, you know, nose to the grindstone. You guys got to get get cranking for next year. What's what's next year look like for you guys? Man, I you know, again, this is my first year ownership, so I'm just trying to navigate things and Obviously, winning is great budget-wise, and, and and I always forget. I get so engrossed in the trophy and just winning. Um, it's kind of nice the week after you learn how much money you made <laughs> and the team made, and we're pretty strong on making sure our guys uh, do well when the car does well, and that was really important with uh, forming the new team. Um, so it's I know the guys, you know, they got a lot of a lot of – new families some of our crew guys have babies and so it, it's important to, to make sure that they do well but for us man I, I just a little bit of holidays i'm i'm not even thinking vacation or anything so we're i can't wait to, to buy some new parts and just the things we're going to get to do to get ready for next year but um you know i'm gonna head to pri show and do some stuff there head to indianapolis and um and then 
get through the holidays and start preparing. You know, next year is a pretty weird thing because we won't start the season at the Winter Nationals in Pomona. It's actually going to start in March at the Gator Nationals in Florida, and that will be the kickoff race. And then everything will come out west, and we'll do Phoenix, Pomona, and Vegas uh, as sort of a West Coast swing to start the year. So a pretty historic change for the start of an NHRA season, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Gator Nationals is such a huge race, so uh, I think it'll be cool to start the season that way. More on caps on the Jim Beaver Show after this. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AM FM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, sitting here with Ron Caps. We're talking a little bit about the uh, 20... 
2023 NHRA calendar. Saw NHRA schedule come out and I go, oh, this is kind of cool. This is something different. Sometimes different is good. And I think having that West Coast swing might actually save a few bucks, you know, with stuff going back and forth across the country and things like that. But, you know, talking about being, you know, a year one, uh, you know, owner slash driver. I mean, how was this year for you from a stress standpoint? I mean, you've always been highly involved with your programs, but this year, obviously, um, you know, being an owner driver, what what was the stress level compared to years previous when, you know, you mainly had to concentrate on driving? Last year was the worst, I thought, until I went through this year. When we went through the countdown last year, I had, I had known that I was going to venture out um, starting with our Indianapolis race Labor Day leading into our playoffs last year um i had already knew that i was going to make the move i told don schumacher i wasn't coming back as a driver i wasn't even sure if i had a major sponsor or who was going with me but we fought through the countdown with all that white noise in my head um and i still can't believe some of the moments that we had to win the world championship with that going on and behind the scenes and a lot of people didn't know the rumor got out but nobody really knew until pri after the season we announced it for sure um so I kind of got used to that stress, I think. And then this year, uh, I made a couple mistakes early in the year and lost in hole shots, one of them to John Forrest, um, because I sat in the car and I started thinking about the business side of things uh, as a team owner, and I that was a major mistake, and it distracted me a little bit, and that cost me. So it was a fight for me to make sure that didn't happen again throughout the rest of the year. So I, 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 I'm not sure, you know, answering your question, I – I just feel like the stress level has just been sort of the same, which I've gotten used to. And I think it's natural. I mean, sure. Rick Hendrick and you go down the list, Roger Pinsky and all these guys, the fun, fun part for me is talking to them about when they started in their career and their first team and, and what they went through. And it's such a parallel for me to hear that, that I'm not the only one that stressed out. And, you know, having a team, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that you think about Monday through Friday, but when you got to get ready for the races, as an owner and a driver, you definitely got to, you know, get that stuff out of your brain. So it's a work in progress. Um, obviously we did okay this year <laughs> getting through it. Uh, but, uh, that was probably the hardest thing for me stress wise is just separating the two. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about Napa cause I was looking at something and I think this year was your 15th year consecutive year with Napa, I believe, but, I started thinking about it, Ron, and that's got to be one of the longest-running motorsport sponsorships with a driver that it, currently that I can think of. I mean, they've been with you for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a sort of a new regime come in last year um, in, in the motorsports area, but in, in that whole department. Actually, like three women came in from, uh, from Coca-Cola, and a lot of a lot of the teams and a lot of the people weren't sure what was going to happen as any sponsor, any, any sponsored, you know, racer, driver, whatever will, will tell you when, when there's new people come into a company, um, you just don't know, you know, of course they sponsored Alexander Rossi and IndyCar and Chase Elliott, my teammate in NASCAR and, and, um, quite a few other teams, Brad Sweet and world outlaws. So, um, but the cool thing was, uh, the first time I flew to kept corporate headquarters, they uh, they just raved about all all the uh, the good things that all the Napa store owners and the auto carriers across the country, and you're talking six thousand plus stores that that are owners, that are people in their neighborhood that own these. They're not chains, they're not franchises. So um, they just bragged about all the the good stuff that came. Um, what people were saying about me and our program and how much we, uh, they loved us. So 
that was a huge relief. And, um, gosh, it was so great to, to have that, uh, right before PRI last year to get that phone call from Marty Walsh, who she took over at Napa Auto Parts and Kevin Heron, who's the president to tell me that they wanted to be on my car as a team owner, like they had, like I had been, and they wanted me to be the Napa guy. And as you know, to know that you're going to have the funding, first of all, yeah. but to know you're going to have a sponsor like Napa that's going to continue on was, uh, man, I broke down. I, I, it was such an emotional moment. So um, so happy. And then, of course, Toyota came on board right after that. And that was another moment in the, that I'll never forget that was just emotional for me to know that, that people were taking a chance on me as a team owner in my first year. And, uh, yeah. Napa being a long-running sponsor, it's been fantastic. But, you know, I get up every morning trying to be better at representing them and what I can do better on the racetrack and off the racetrack. So it's been a great relationship, and we got a few more years, luckily, with them. Yeah. Well, I know off-season, uh, it was funny. I was in Hollywood uh, here a couple of days ago, and I had uh, dinner with uh, a couple of friends of mine, and one I know is a mutual friend of yours, but B.C. Vaught and Sid from Slipknot. And uh, Sid was uh, immediately, hey, did you see my boy Caps? And, uh, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah, dude, I was watching it. It was just funny that, uh, you know, <laughs> it, you can be with some of the biggest rock stars in the world and it comes back to iRacing and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what, yeah. <laughs> I just laughed because I'm like, I'm sitting here with, with Sid from Slipknot and we're talking about drag racing and we're talking about iRacing. It was a conversation nobody would ever thought you would be talking about when you're talking, when you're having dinner with Sid. But, but, um, I mean, what's, yeah. what, obviously, uh, iRacing is a big part of your life. I know uh, any chance you get, you're sitting on the sim. You let, you've been doing a lot of our events, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, any, any plans to get uh, behind the wheel a little bit, uh, you know, in the rig here coming up? Yeah, i got to do my updates. I've been gone for a few weeks. And, boy, <laughs> this year it, it cut into my iRacing. So I'm, I'm hoping this wintertime I can have some more fun. And I could almost write a book. And I'm sure you and a lot of people, when COVID happened yeah. um, on our iRacing experiences, because it was weird to actually get paid by certain people to race and to do it on live TV during COVID. Um, it was insane to get up in the morning and actually have an itinerary of races I needed to get on and practice in different cars or off-road trucks or road race or whatever it was. Um, it was such a fun time. And we had a group of people and Sid from Slipknot's, one of them, um, of these people that would race together. And I, you know, you felt like you were bonding because we were on, on the sim so much, so much during COVID. Um, God, it just, it was a lot of fun. I, I relish that. And I thank God that we had it through COVID. It would have driven me probably I would be divorced because it definitely saved my marriage because I could go out and get on the sim and just, uh, and have fun racing. And, and, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to get on, and hopefully I can get some more off-road truck racing. I know Cameron and all you guys have been watching some of your stuff and a little jealous I can't get on. So um, I'm looking forward to spending some time. Yeah, I'll get with you on the side. I know we're. Uh, I was just in meetings in New York with CBS Sports and we're back on to have uh... – uh, have the races on television and stuff like that. So I'll get with you on some time uh, on some timing. And I know we got Pastrana and those guys interested. And I think Sid's actually going to get into the off road trucks. He's going to do this next year. And it, you know, and he goes, well, I don't want to race against <laughs> all these guys. Oh, we got caps in there and everything else. He goes, so we get to talk trash. I go, yep. He goes, I'm in. So <laughs> I think. Oh we got, yeah. I think we got a Sid, lot of trash talking. Yeah, we got Sid roped into the off road trucks this year, so it should uh, should be fun. But one before we let you go, I wanted to ask. I mean, obviously, you'd mentioned you've been you know behind the wheel. You raced. Chili Bowl, obviously, you know, did Outlaws. I mean, how did things 
how did that, I mean, you grew up in drag racing circles. How did these other doors open, Ron? And how did you, honestly, how did you learn to drive things other than a, on a, other than a drag race car? How did those doors open? And I know, I mean, you're a very competent driver in just about anything. How did those doors start opening? I was such a huge fan. My dad, you know, I told you that a lot of people went to him to, to help make their cars faster. It wasn't just drag racing. So where we grew up, we had Santa Maria had a, a circle track, a Tascadero at the time did, and we'd go to the, the Central Valley. And my dad would build sprint car motors for people back in the day, and we'd go help. So I've always been a fan of whatever, all types of racing. But the the chances to get to drive really started when my career, I'm obviously driving for Snake. I got to, to uh, you know, when you drive for a guy like Snake, you get a lot of these doors that open. But really... It was hanging out. Selzy and I would hang out with Tony Stewart a lot, um, and he, we would do these charity races, sometimes in late models, and that, that started the relationship with Tony Stewart a long time ago um, that I had. And I'd go run like I ran the Chili Bowl with him and Lasoski. Um, Kenny Schrader was my teammate, Josh Weiss. Uh, and and that started the, the dirt racing sort of passion on the side when I was doing that with Tony Stewart. And then he, he, the first year of the prelude to the dream, I got invited, which is people looked at him crazy for inviting a drag racer. But, um, I got to run that every single year they had it. And that was a blast. And, uh, and I, I thank Tony all the time because I would go practice during the season at other racetracks, smaller events. And we'd have a Ron Caps night at Hanford speedway or wherever it might be Bakersfield. And I'd get some time in the late model to practice for the prelude but it was such a blast. And then, you know, getting to run a, a world outlaw car a couple times. Um, it just was being a fan that started it and really having, you know, Tony Stewart probably, probably helped get a lot of those doors open with other, other dirt racing and things. So once people kind of that kicked off the IROC people before IROC went away, I got to go test with them at Talladega and, and, um, and Chicago land speedway got to run around Jimmy Johnson and Castro Nevis and just some of these people I looked up to and I'm out there running in an IROC car with them. And unfortunately IROC, uh, went away, but I was looking forward to doing something like that. But, uh, yeah, just to answer questions, just a fan of, of that. And just, you know, being at the right place, right time and getting a chance to jump in and was, was a dream. So yeah, it's, it was uh, some great times. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned Tony Stewart, you know, and your friendship. But how big is it for NHRA to have that new blood come in with team ownership and, and that new influx of cash, you know, for the future of drag racing? Obviously, you've got your own team now. we got AB with his own team. But how important do you think that is and guys like Tony coming in and, and making that investment and you got you and AB starting your own teams for the future of NHRA? Yeah, it's huge. You know, years ago, obviously, Joe Gibbs was involved with drag racing, had the McDonald's teams top fuel and funny car rick ware nascar guy came in who i just had a conversation with uh at the awards banquet monday night and tony stewart you know it's been you know all those years of sales and i and i was running his dirt races and uh we were always trying to get him into a, a to come over and just make a test run in one of our cars and he looked at us like there's no way i'm getting in a funny car <laughs> well i mean fast forward and our mutual friend john perdome actually set up leah and tony on a a kind of a not a blind date, I guess a blind date of sorts, and they ended up hooking up and getting married. So the the first time he came out to the drags, I, I uh, in fact the other day at staging lanes, I laughed because you never saw Tony with a smile on his face at any pit area, no matter what race it was, and he just seems so relaxed and he's enjoying 
the NHRA side of things. And, you know, obviously the fans don't get close to the NASCAR drivers at those races. So you never see that interaction. And I think it took them a while to get used to fans being around them. And our fans are so respectful. They give you your space when they think you need it. And, and I think he's really, really taken to it and he's enjoyed it. And obviously getting in a top fuel dragster and making the runs that he's gotten to make. And, um, it's fun to see him and enjoying this part of life. And, uh, you know, he's still a badass and he's still a hell of a competitor. And, um, yeah, I, I'm just happy for him to uh, to finally get a chance to, to try what we've been bragging about, and that is blast down the quarter mile in three seconds at over 330 miles an hour. And boy, he had a smile on his face the first time he did it. I'll never forget it. Yeah, well, and I know what Travis Pastrana recently has gone out and uh, tried to get his his <laughs> yeah. license, and uh, I just laugh because I'm like, man, I feel like NHRA is in such a great spot right now, and uh, you know it's healthier than ever. You mentioned the fans, and the fans are amazing. I just, uh, I think it's definitely a great time to be uh, involved with drag racing in the NHRA. Yeah, Travis, I have a feeling he's going to come back. He. <laughs> He didn't get to make all the runs, and you could tell when he left and he was done for the day, he was like, okay, I, I didn't, first of all, he didn't conquer it like I, I, he's yeah. used to doing. He's so good at what he does every time he jumps in something. He's a lot like smoke. Um, but you could tell he got the bug and had had no idea something could catapult him that, that, that quick and that fast. And I don't think we've seen the end of uh, Pastrana in drag racing I have a good feeling he's going to come back. And I called out Tony Stewart the other night in my <laughs> banquet uh, at the awards ceremony, and I just said, "Hey, you, you don't—you're not a dragster guy. <laughs> you don't look like a dragster guy. You look like a funny car guy." <laughs> and so I told him uh, that he needed to get in a funny car and get out of one of those dragsters. And then afterwards, him and I we uh, we had a talk, and uh, so hopefully he's going to jump into a funny car next season and jump in Hagen's and make some runs. And then I'm excited to see what he really thinks because it's night and day between a dragster and a funny car. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Ron, we're up against a time break, my friend, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time. We will definitely keep you in the loop on all things iRacing and uh, you enjoy the holiday and uh, your championship, buddy. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back with more right here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show right after this. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. 
You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show and just wrap it up with an entire hour's worth of interview with one of the baddest drag racers on the planet, Mr. Ron Caps. What a story. What a career. What a year. Uh, what a fun interview, man. Thank you to Mr. Ron Caps for the for that and um we are uh we're gonna move into hour number two here but uh yeah i nhra i'm stoked on their calendar and you know right at the close we talked about it tony stewart uh you know new owner in nhra antron brown new owner in nhra been around for years obviously ron cap same thing and you know that's a big step to go from driver to team owner because now all of a sudden you're assuming all the debt all the expenses everything you're just not a paid driver you're you're assuming a lot, and uh, it, it is a tough, tough transition, um, and uh, a lot of people don't care for the stress, don't care to make it. Uh, they just want to sit back and drive, and uh, you know, props are on Caps for stepping out on a limb, doing it, uh, betting on himself, and he bet, uh, and he doubled down, and he won, and you got to love somebody that bets on themselves. I'm always a fan of people like that, and I am a massive fan of Ron Caps. Um, so, uh, but NHRA, man, talk about a, a series that's doing big things bringing in interest, sponsors, drivers, killing it on social media. Man, NHRA is in full swing. It is back. It is better than ever. Not that it ever went anywhere, uh, but I got to tell you, you want to talk about motorsport series with momentum that I would invest in? Man, NHRA right now, it is uh, It is where it's at. It is the cool kid on the block and uh, excited for next year, that's for sure, especially their new calendar. But going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Hang tight. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. 
North Korea's saber rattling started back up Friday. The Democratic People's Republic of Korea threatened to take unprecedentedly strong action against South Korea and the USA soon after South Korea announced a series of planned military drills with the United States to counter North Korea's increasing nuclear threats. The North Korean foreign minister called South Korea and the United States the arch-criminals deliberately disrupting regional peace and stability. A judge released parts of a special grand jury report saying unidentified witnesses might have lied to jurors investigating former President Trump and the 2020 election in Georgia. The grand jury recommends that the district attorney seek appropriate indictments for such crimes if evidence is discovered. Trump claims total exoneration after the Georgia grand jury report was released on Thursday. 12-year-old Elijah Jordan Brown Garcia was at football practice playing with his younger brother's team when he collapsed and died. He didn't deserve this. He was a good kid. The boy's mother, Raven Brown, said it took an ambulance more than a half an hour to respond. He had so much further to go. He had so much more time. He was supposed to be here. She added the coach isn't CPR certified and ran an errand at the time of the incident. Elijah's brother, Makai, was there. He didn't get hit, like no contact or anything. Um, he ran about like 20 yards. New Jersey requires defibrillators at school-related events, but not independent recreational activities. I'm Victoria Idoni. Consumer advocate Aaron Brockovich advised residents of East Palestine, Ohio, to believe their own instincts as state officials claim there's no longer any air or water hazards from the train crash that burned toxic chemicals. Republican Governor Mike Devine. That water certainly can, can be uh, consumed. This is USA News. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy Hot. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. It's been a rough overnight for many passengers stranded in New York City's Kennedy Airport. A little after 9 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday, reports came in of several international flights that were grounded at New York's JFK Airport. Terminal 1 was down after an electrical panel failure that also caused a small fire. Airport signs have been without power there. Some airlines have resorted to writing out cancellation info by hand. The Port Authority says service in the terminal won't be fully restored until 9 a.m. Friday. I'm Ryan Daniels. 
New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara from the National Football League and three others were indicted by a Clark County grand jury in relation to an incident during the NFL Pro Bowl a year ago in Las Vegas, Nevada. The complaint alleges the entourage assaulted Darnell Green at Dre's nightclub on the Strip. 27-year-old Kamara is scheduled to make his next court appearance on March 2nd. A young child drops dead from a heart attack doing the sport that he loved. A 14-year-old boy died after being thrown from a bull during a rodeo held in North Carolina late last month. Denim Bradshaw was identified as the teenage bull rider, according to Rafter K Rodeo Company. Stokes County Emergency Management Director Brandon Gentry told the Winston-Salem Journal that the unit responded to a cardiac arrest around 8.24 p.m. that day, and there was nothing they could do. Lance Pry, USA News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, JB15 Group, and B Cardone 15 on the gram. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show. This is our number two. And uh, this is where I get to jump into uh, talking shenanigans, talking all kinds of stuff. I've had some travels. I've had some trips. I've had some fun recently. And I'm going to loop you guys in on all that. If you're just tuning in, you miss Mr. Naparon Caps. You missed one hell of an interview, probably one of our best interviews of the year. You need to go hit us up on Apple Podcasts and uh, listen to that or jimbeaver15.com. Uh, catch it there. But uh, if you're tuning in on SiriusXM 217, Sports Byline, uh, the U.S. American Forces Network, thank you. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you, you continuing to listen to the show. Um, but uh, you missed one hell of an interview with Ron Caps, and uh, you need to go back and listen to that. Just saying. But, uh, you know, this is hour number two. If you're just tuning in, you got I, I'm talking for the next hour. So uh, if you don't like me talking, you better tune out. But I'm going to talk about some adventures, some trips, uh, a whole lot uh, that I've had going on. We've got some cool stuff to talk about in the world today. Um, you know, racing news. We got uh, crypto. We got the FTX and that debacle. We got uh, you know the goat of all time in the NFL, possibly losing his fortune because he invested in a crypto company, and uh, his supermodel ex-wife, uh, the same one of the best NBA players, is invested in that. And then you got Elon Musk running wild with a Twitter machine. Uh, I don't know. This is there's a lot happening in the world. Uh, I can promise you the one thing we're not going to talk about is some elections that happened a week ago because we don't talk politics on this show. You need an escape from it, and so do I. And uh, we are not going to be talking about that but we're going to talk about all the other fun in the world um 
that is happening, and uh, there is a lot of it. There's a lot of shenanigans. So uh, if you got questions, you want me to talk about it at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. Ball 1000 currently going on as I'm taping this, and yeah. You are going to be uh, talked about, or I don't know, where, where was I even going with that? Yes, we're going to talk about the Vol 1000. The granddaddy of all desert races is happening, and uh, one of the top ten motorsports events in the world, uh, I guess that was uh, voted by uh, some motorsports people online that I don't know where they got that because I I didn't vote in there. I never saw the poll, but, uh, yeah, that's it's one of them. So um, it's a big thing, and we're going to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, that's all coming here in hour number two. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, hit me up with those questions, at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter, and uh, we're going to jump into hour number two uh, as soon as I come back from this short commercial break right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. One heck of a ride here in hour number two. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam panels, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision wheel on social media to learn more looking to have some fun on four wheels dirtfish rally school has you covered packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at dirtfish just 30 minutes outside of seattle and snoqualmie you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high octane rush of rally on mud dirt and tarmac get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound. Gibson exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. 
Thanks for listening to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show here. And uh, what are we on? Hour number two? We are in hour number two. Yeah, it's... uh, (laughs) It's been a long few days, man. It has definitely been a long few days. Uh, I was recently in, recently as in like a day or so ago, in Southern California. had some meetings. Um, Some really cool stuff happening. I got to visit the flagship at Kawasaki. Love that. They got an amazing museum. Always rotating um, vintage uh, products. And, uh, you know, one cool thing about Kawasaki, I think they were telling me pretty much every vehicle they've ever produced, they keep one of. I've got this massive warehouse that saves them all. And obviously, sometimes there's repeats. I'm sure they get rid of them at some point. Um, but what means that means is, is like when there's a first of, like the first of jet ski, first of snowmobile. Yeah, Kawasaki made snowmobiles at one point, right? And if you've got one of those, hang on to it. And if you don't want to hang on to it, please send it my way because I will buy it from you. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they've got this amazing museum, and, and they rotate it. So it's not like it sits there stagnant. Like, literally, every couple months, everything gets rotated. Last time I was in there, they had this amazing Top Gun display, um, you know, because – Tom Cruise rides Kawasaki's in the uh, in the Top Gun movies, um, you know, in the original and then in the new one. And they actually had the original bike from the original movie that he turned around and rewrote in this movie. And then they had, you know, the the new one that he had. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing. They had like his jacket, the whole deal, like a Tom Cruise mannequin. Uh, rad stuff. Right. And then they've got like the original jet ski. Um, you know, they've got some of their, you know, world record uh, street bikes some stuff that's won world championships, flat track bikes. Um, you know, and they've got some modern stuff. They've got like James Stewart, one of his old, uh, supercross bikes there and things like that. Just, it's cool, man. You get to see some stuff from the sixties, like the original OG Cowie stuff, uh, vintage bikes, things like that. that are like still like brand new. Um, and, uh, it's just really, really cool stuff. One of my favorite things, I keep trying to buy it. They tell me basically pound sand, uh, in the nicest way possible because everybody wants to buy it, but they've got like a brand new Kawasaki Takati three-wheeler and, uh, absolutely freaking love that thing. It is cherry. It is brand new. And I want that in my garage. So, so, so bad. And it is never, ever, ever going to happen. You know, it's like sometimes there's these things in life where it's like a stretch goal. I'm going to save up. I'm going to own one of those one day, right? That's one of those stretch goals where I can't say I'm going to save up. I can't say I'm going to own it because I really don't think there's another Kawasaki Takati in the world that is that clean and is like brand new like that. So it's not even a stretch goal. It's not even a pipe dream. It's literally just something that's never going to happen for me and I just have to come to terms with it so uh yeah I uh, <laughs> you know it's uh, it's one of those things where you know you, you can say I want a Lamborghini or I want a Ferrari right and yeah if you save up you hustle hard enough you might be able to get a Lamborghini or Ferrari that Takati in the Kawasaki Museum I will never own uh-uh not happening neither will you neither will jeremy mcgrath neither will anybody else that wants it so uh yeah but uh how rad is it the three-wheelers that come back though i know best of the desert's got three-wheeler racing um i know they've been racing at nora for a while uh i saw azop the local desert race series here in arizona they got three-wheeler races uh, they've even got pull start races. I mean, shoot, there's the Ultra 3, the Ultra 3 races that happen at King of the Hammers uh, that's freaking insane. Um, but, yeah, it, it, three-wheelers have made a comeback. I know, I, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's these guys doing these conversions now. They're taking, like, a brand-new KX450 dirt bike, and they're converting it into a brand-new three-wheeler. 
And uh, price isn't cheap on them. I mean, price isn't, you know, price isn't cheap on a brand new 450 dirt bike. And then to take that and put a conversion kit, a brand new conversion kit that makes it look like a factory three wheeler. Yeah, it's it's not cheap. But if you've got the money, these things are insane. I would love to have one of those. And, you know, the funny thing is I wasn't necessarily a three-wheeler guy growing up. I mean, I had some friends that had, like, 185s, 110s, 200X. I had one guy that had a 350X, and uh, I loved riding them, but I uh, had dirt bikes and quads as a kid. I never really owned a three-wheeler. Um, had a, All my friends did, and I rode the heck out of their three-wheelers, mainly because I had quads and dirt bikes, so it was an easy swap. They're like, dude, I want to ride your stuff. I'm like, all right, you know, and so I got to ride their three-wheelers, and I was stoked on it, and they thought they were upgrading by riding a dirt bike or, uh, you know, or a quad, so it was a very easy trade-out as a kid, so I spent plenty of time on a three-wheeler, and, you know, I don't know at this point who got the better end of that deal, me getting to ride the 350X or them getting to ride my dirt bike or, uh, you know, or my uh, Honda 250X quad. Like, I, I don't know at this point. I still think I may have got the better deal, uh, but did spend a ton of time on three-wheelers. And, uh, man, I remember that 350X. That thing just screamed. It was a screamer. That thing just hauled. And, uh, and I just think back, and I'm like, it was still squirrely, though. Uh, you know, the thing about three wheelers, it's like, it's a commitment. You're going kind of slow and stuff like that. They get tippy, um, you know, around corners and stuff like that. It's like full commitment with a three wheeler to actually get it to act properly. You go into a corner and you're sideways and things like that. Uh, one, you got to get your lean on even extra heavier than you would on say a quad, but it's like, it's commitment. Like if you kind of go in half ass on a three wheeler, it's going to bite and like flip you. You know what I mean? It's not, I mean, three wheelers are gnarly. It is gnarly, you know, and then you get in the ruts and your center tires and the center hump and like, um, you know, and then it's not like a quad where you can kind of easy kind of transition out of the ruts and ride the ruts because your front tires isn't going to be in the ruts. And man, three wheelers are a different beast. It is absolutely a different beast. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I understand why they quit making them across the board because yeah, it, it's one of those where you got to know what you're doing to ride a three wheeler properly. Um, and I've seen too many people tip them and things like that, you know, and, uh, uh, but I think that's with anything. I mean, how many people have we seen go out and buy a brand new 450 dirt bike that have never ridden a dirt bike before and think that's a great starting point? Um, yeah, does it doesn't end well generally? Um, you know, it's like I, I was lucky I started out. I think the first the first motorcycle I ever rode, what was it? Honda Trail 70. Honda Trail 70, I think, was the first motorcycle I ever rode. Little Trail 70. Um, and then I graduated from the Trail 70. Uh, I don't know what it was, it was a little Honda 70 dirt bike with a clutch. And it was the first thing I ever rode with a clutch. Um, and it was a little, and, and uh, my dad still got it in storage. It's an amazing learner bike. It's got a little clutch, like a th three or is a four speed transmission. I don't know, but a uh, little four stroke. Um, and it was really fun to ride a little dirt bike and uh, great, great learning bike. And then kind of graduated to one twenty fives, things like that. After that, um, dad had a couple of trail bikes that were bigger, stuff like that. So, but started out on a trail 70, great, great learner bike. Um, you know, little, little three speed, uh, you know, no clutch, uh, just a great, great bike to learn on and, uh, um, buzz around on and you, know, you can get into trouble, but you know, biggest thing with those old Honda trail bikes is a big pipe that runs like along your leg. You bring your, you, you squeeze the tank or you squeeze the seat and you're going to burn the heck out of the inside of your leg. Uh, I remember melting some boots on that thing one time and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. They were made differently back then. Let's just put it that way. And that was what's funny. Like, I grew up in the 80s, so these things were dated by then. But, yeah, they definitely made stuff different in the 60s and 70s. And even into the 80s, it was 
Uh, safety was an afterthought at times, uh, hence the whole three-wheeler thing, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. How do we even get uh, going on this whole three-wheeler thing? I, I don't know. I, we started out and uh, uh, was talking about my visit to uh, Kawasaki, and then all of a sudden we are, um, we are knee-deep into a chat on uh, pretty much everything else and probably everything we shouldn't be talking about. So, yeah, I was in Southern California. Um, had some meetings at Kawasaki. Got some amazing, amazing projects uh, happening with them. I've got this insane KRX4 build. I know I haven't talked about what I've got going on. Um, building this insane KRX build. It's no secret. We've posted some pictures. Um, it's got a supercharger on it. Yes, it's going to be uh, crazy. We get worked with our friends at Craftworks. Uh, we got the supercharger on it, and this thing is a screamer. Um, and it's going to have long travel from ACR. It's going to be a full build cage, seats, bumpers, uh, audio system, rugged radios. Uh, uh, this is going to be a unicorn KRX-4, and I mean that in the best possible way. Um, but uh, this thing is flat, going to go full send mode, and I freaking love it. I can't wait to get this thing done. Um, still waiting on a few parts, uh, but we're getting eerily, eerily close to uh, – having everything together and getting this build finished and polished off. And man, it's going to be insanely awesome. Uh, once I do get this thing done and I can't wait to uh, take it out to, uh, take it out to Glamis and just be able to go full send up Oldsmobile Hill and a Kawasaki and everybody go, Hey, what, what the heck is going on here? Uh, livery is going to be, uh, livery is going to be insane. And I'm not going to tell you guys what the livery is going to be about just because, uh, yeah, I want to keep that a secret because, and, uh, probably the release and the debut of this thing, but, uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know. We've, uh, we've talked about three wheelers here on this show for an entire segment. So, uh, uh, totally derailed everything, but I know, uh, I'm going to take a short commercial break coming up. We've got, uh, you got any fan questions? Hit me up on Twitter at Jim Beaver 15. Hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter. Uh, love to hear from you. Um, we're speaking of Twitter next segment. We're going to be talking about FTX crypto Twitter, man, the internet's melting down, literally freaking melting down lately. We're going to talk about that. Uh, I want to tell you about some of my adventures in Hollywood. Um, and, uh, I don't know. We got a lot more. There's some formula one stuff. I want to talk about Baja 1000 going down. We're probably going to jump into talking. Why do I say probably we are going to be talking about the Baja 1000 today. So we got a whole hell of a lot more coming at you right here on the show. Uh, so, uh, yeah, hang tight. Enjoy the rest of the ride. We'll be back right after this short commercial break right here on the general tire Jim Beaver show. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. 
That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. And welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, Yeah, we kill off an entire segment talking about three-wheelers, so um, there is that today. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, back in the studio here in Parker, I got, what, Thanksgiving coming up, Dirt Expo in Phoenix coming up. Uh, Man, a lot of stuff happening. PRI show in Indy. Uh, there's a lot, a uh, lot going on here in the upcoming weeks and such. So, um, yeah, I am here though in the studio, lots to talk about. Obviously I had Ron Caps in our number one. If you're just tuning in and you missed Ron Caps, uh, let me tell you, go back, listen to it in podcast form over on Apple podcast. Thanks to everybody that's been rating, reviewing us and that lately, man, we're, our reviews are going crazy. Um, really good feedback. Thank you guys for that. Um, over there on Apple podcast. Anyways, yes, talking about SoCal. I was recently in SoCal. Uh, talked about being at Kawasaki headquarters. I've uh, actually got a project we're working on, uh, the JB15, uh, that I can't fully tell you about. But I've spending, been spending a lot of time in Hollywood, specifically the Sunset Strip. And uh, I've spent a lot of time in Hollywood in the past, but it's never been on the Sunset Strip. It's been, you know, Walk of Fame over there, like Chinese Theater, like more sightsee stuff, Universal Studios. Like, I haven't really spent time in in Hollywood, Sunset Strip, you know, and uh, I've actually spent some time there recently. And, you know, it's kind of weird for me. It's only three and a half hours from Parker, right? I can be there, and it's like people, oh, Hollywood, this and that. I'm like, you you forget how close and accessible it is when you're in the Southwest, right? I mean, there's people in San Diego probably never been to Hollywood. You know, it's one of those where it's like, tell everybody, everything's within a day's drive if you live in the Southwest. Like, make that day's drive, spend a night, and then go back to your house, you know, and you can experience things. That's one thing I've been very fortunate enough to do in the last 10 years is experience a lot. And I like adventuring or misadventuring. I like music. I like bars. I like culture. I like people. Um, 
and it's been really, really fun. So I've been spending some time the last month in West Hollywood um, at Sunset Strip. Um, you know, I, I've kind of been up and down the street. Uh, you know, it's so crazy here by an iconic. I mean, when you talk about music, you know, and Hollywood and Southern California, I mean, Sunset Strip set strips where it's at. I mean, you got the Roxy there. Um, you know, you've got uh, you've got the Viper Room. Um, gosh, I mean, there's been documentaries on the Viper Room, right? Um, you've got, uh, you know, the most iconic, I say one of the most iconic music venues in the entire world. This one, I would love for you. I don't want to debate. Uh, I don't think it's a debate. But I would absolutely love for you to uh, tell me something that is more iconic than this venue, right? Um, but what I'm talking about is the Whiskey A Go-Go. Um, every major band in the world, I don't know, not every major band in the world, uh, scratch that. Some of the most iconic ba- rock and roll bands in the world got their start at the Whiskey A Go-Go. That's the better, that's the better way to, to phrase this. Um, you know, Kiss has played there. Motley Crue's played there. Uh, go down the list. I mean, the who's who of rock and roll have played at the Whiskey A Go-Go, um, which I think is just it's freaking crazy, right? Um, that this little, and it's not a fancy place. And I mean that in the best possible way, it's kind of like a dive bar and I love dive bars. Um, and I love that they haven't dressed it up. They still keep it a little rough, uh, rough around the edges. It's a little raw, but it's literally just an iconic venue. And just to go in there and see the history on the walls and things like that. So, uh, I love the whiskey a go, go, um, mainly just because of what it means to music history. Um, so this is one of those where I'm telling you, like, hit me up on Twitter at Jim Beaver 15. If you're not on Twitter, DM me on Instagram. Um, if you're not on Instagram or Twitter, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, uh, I don't check my Facebook DMs very often. Uh, you can hit me up there, but eh, chances of me seeing it anytime soon are probably slim to none. So I'm telling you, Twitter DMs or Twitter just at me or Instagram DMs, whatever. I check all those daily. Um, maybe not daily, but eh, pretty frequently. Anyways, is there an... Is there another music venue that's more iconic than the Whiskey A Go-Go to rock and roll? Obviously, you got Nashville for country. Not going to argue that. Freaking love Nashville. Been to Nashville. Spent a lot of time in Nashville uh, this summer. And uh, not, not going to argue anything country music in Nashville. It's just there, right? Even some rock and roll has infiltrated Nashville, which I love. But talking rock and roll, talking Whiskey A Go-Go, tell me, is there something... Something more iconic than that venue. And where's it at? Because I want to go. And uh, this isn't like, like I said, this isn't a debate. This is a tell me because I want to go and check it out, you know. Um, but spend some time in the Whiskey Go Go. If you are in uh, in SoCal, I've been there, what, twice in the last month, and i got to go here uh, end of, well, i, I got to probably a couple times in the next couple of, uh, couple of months. But... <coughs> Wow, I just coughed on air. Haven't done that in like 10 years. So sorry about that, guys. I just had to mute myself, but that first cough kind of slipped into the live show. So is what it is. Uh, Promise you, I am COVID free. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyways, uh, yes, uh, I got to go out there, uh, spend some time. Uh, But my good friend, BC Vought, you know him from uh, the motorsports UTV industry, right? What you don't realize is is he's... uh, uh, gold record winning uh, or gold record drummer uh, for Head PE. Well, all the original members of Head PE, Sands One, have got together. They've got a new band called Breaking in a Sequence. Uh, play some Head songs, play some of their own original music. Anyways, they are one of the headliners at the Whiskey A Go Go. It is going to be January 27th. If you're an off road person, if you are a motorsports person, 
and you are in Southern California or you're a UTV person, I'm telling you, Hollywood, January 27th, check it out. There's going to be a lot of off-road people there, a lot of motorsports people there. Uh, it's going to be one hell of a fun night, and I'm telling everybody, I think that's the same weekend as A2. So, uh, dude, you can take in the Whiskey Go-Go and an awesome band that loves motorsports and power sports and participates in it. And it's going to be an awesome time at the Whiskey on Friday night and then A2 on Saturday night. I'm telling you, that is one hell of a fun weekend. So uh, you need to uh, need to mark your calendars for that. So yeah, Hollywood, been there, done that recently, love it. Also spent some time at Belching Beaver Brewery in Oceanside. Got a special project we're working on there. Um, and uh, I tell you what, uh, if you like beer, you like breweries. Obviously, they've got a few of them scattered around Southern California. Uh, their stuff is in store- grocery stores nationally. You should check it out. Um, I'm a beer drinker. I did not realize what went into beer i knew what went into wine and you know and things like that beer same thing man holy crap is there so many different kinds of hops grains uh whatever i mean ways to flavor things way beer is made like i mean i know you've got you know you got your coors lights and your bud lights and then you got your ipas and you got your hazies and uh you know and and all these different types of beers but i'm like uh your hefts i'm a half person too um i just like beer i like all kinds of beer but I didn't realize how in-depth the process was and how many different ways you can tweak things, flavor things. Like one small tweak can change an entire flavor profile of a beer. It's crazy. And then to see how they're made and to see like the production line and the assembly line and just the machinery at, to can a beer and how they can, you know, they come in and they're not canned and literally this can goes around on a conveyor belt, dumps beer in there, it shoots like, it shoot, blows like the foam off the top and uh, pressurizes it. They put the they put the lid on and it's sealed and then it goes and it's weighed and made sure it's weighed and then there's enough beer in there, it kicks it out and then it goes through like the whole uh, cleaning process and it cleans the top, cleans the can. Um, you know, it's labeled, it goes in and it's packaged. Like it's pretty wild to see machines and machinery and how all that's done. Like, I don't know. I'm a geek when it comes to machines and stuff like that. So spend some time at Belching Beaver. Um, so that was another one of my travels and, uh, man, just some, just a rad place and some cool stuff. So, uh, if you're still tuning in and you're not too bored, I promise you we're going to get to some fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're coming up, uh, about two minutes. we got a commercial break and, uh, I want to pose a question. I posed it on Twitter. Uh, we're going to get to that, that vote, uh, post it last night. We're going to get to that vote here, uh, shortly because, uh, I want to see, uh, I want to see, uh, where things are at with that, uh, with that poll. But, uh, Probably in the last one to two weeks, the two biggest headlines uh, probably in the world, obviously we had election stuff, things like that, but FTX crypto, uh, the crypto exchange FTX, uh, had investments by Tom Brady, Giselle Bündchen, um, Steph Curry, I mean, some huge investments. Uh, And then you've got Twitter and obviously the Elon Musk takeover. Um, And both of them have gone downhill in a hurry um, it's been wild. It's been crazy. And I want to jump into that, but go and answer my poll. If you haven't already, it's on my profile at Jim Beaver 15. I went, what has been the bigger mess the last week, FTX or Twitter? And, uh, I'm kind of curious to see because the Twitter one's more mainstream, but the FTX one is a mess and it's kind of gone mainstream. So, 
Uh, kind of want to see uh, what you guys think and what uh, what, what is uh, you know what what has been the bigger mess. I would say beep show, but uh, we're we're airing nationally, but it's pretty much a beep show. Um, so yeah, uh, go and answer the poll, and we'll get those results. And then when we come back, I know we got some motorsports news to talk about. I'll quit talking about my adventuring. We are going to talk motorsports news. We're going to talk what's going on in the world of racing. Ball one thousand happening right now. Uh, Formula One news. Um, you know, stuff still surrounding Vegas coming out. Obviously, we got IndyCar, NHRA, um, you know, lots of off-road stuff to talk about. It is awesome. So if you've got anything you want me to touch on, we got another 15 minutes. Well, we got more than that in the show, another half hour. Um, but, you know, hit me up, at Jimmy for 15 on Twitter. Let me know what you'd like me to talk about. We'll get it in the show uh, coming up. And, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, been a fun show. I enjoy being back in this saddle. I like being in the studio. It is definitely a whole lot of fun to, uh, to be able to sit here in my chair that I'm most comfortable in and talk about whatever the hell I want to. And that's what's going to happen for the rest of this show. So uh, hang tight. We still got a half hour left, and uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Don't go anywhere. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and with nationwide 5G. Plus get a Samsung A13 5G for only $99.99, down from $149. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Every piece of land has a story. Some right there is behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor, like the Upshaws. This is my tractor, Penny. It's all about attention to detail. But the Nelsons love cruising around their expansive Montana ranch in their John Deere Gator UV. We've been here since 1868. While the Caggianos drive a John Deere zero-turn mower to keep their Long Island brewery looking sharp. Don't call me. Don't bother me. I'm going out to mow for a couple hours. Run with us and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com radio. Guys, are you getting up multiple times a night to use the bathroom? As we get older, so do our prostates, and that can mean urinary problems that affect our sleep and quality of life. Life is better outside the bathroom. Real Health's Prostate Complete can help you relieve those annoying and painful prostate symptoms. Available at Walmart or visit realhealth.com for more information and to order yours today. Try it risk-free with our 120-day money-back guarantee. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Hi, I'm John Smoltz, former Major League Baseball pitcher and current Hall of Famer. I've had the pleasure of seeing so many great products come and go, but the rope is the best I've ever seen. I promise you it's going to help the little leaguer, it's really going to help the big leaguer, and it's going to save those young arms from a lot of injuries. The rope trainer allows a player to grip an actual baseball or softball while warming up. So check out theropetrainer.com and see why Hall of Famer John Smoltz swears by it. That's theropetrainer.com. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTC filing.com show you the money go to ertcfiling.com to see how you qualify these are at fixed rates per quarter qualified two percent based on total average rates social media yeah we've got that jim beaver 15 on all major platforms and jim beaver show jb15 group and b cardone 15 on the gram welcome back to the general tire jim beaver show and uh yeah we're doing that commercial break as we're recording here and i went and uh, hopped on and looked at uh, scores website which is conveniently down during the baja 1000 literally scoreinternational.com i'm telling you guys this is what's crazy let me see if i www dot does that work it says hosting server connect timeout i don't know what that means and uh, it's happening again. So maybe there's so many people trying to go watch the live stream of the Ball 1000. It's not happening. So I popped over to Race Desert. Race Desert, Old Faithful is still there. So uh, Old Faithful has been around for as long as I can remember, probably since the dawn of the internet. And uh, it's still up. So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, motorcycle quads out on course right now, waiting for uh, trophy trucks, UTVs, everybody else to uh, hit the road. So, uh, yeah, not a whole heck of a lot to talk about. Love the Ball 1000. This will be happening. Uh, the funny thing is I'm talking about this live, right? The race is so so long that doesn't matter that I'm recording on a Friday and uh, interacting with Twitter at the same time, but we can air this show on Saturday – and it's still going to be relevant because it's a thousand miles long and people are still going to be racing tomorrow. So as you're listening to this, it's still relevant. That's what I love about a race that lasts as long as the Baja 1000. We can make it probably even the Sunday airing. You guys are still going to be able to uh, to tune in and uh, listen. And it's going to be relevant. So love the Baja 1000. And I think that's what makes us the granddaddy of all races, right? Uh, this year, it's only 828.25 miles. 36-hour time limit. Uh, so it's, you know, uh, almost 850 miles, give or take peninsula run. This is the loop race. So every third year they run the peninsula run that goes all the way from, uh, you know, the top of Baja to the bottom of Baja. Uh, next year it's actually running from the bottom of Baja to the top of Baja, which will be definitely interesting. First time ever it's happened, but when it does that, it's like 11, 1200 miles long. Um, so it's a little bit shorter on years like this. Um, where it's the loop race. So it runs out of Ensenada, down San Felipe, kind of loops around, ends up being, um, you know, sometimes 800, 900 miles. It's been as short as like 750, I think, years. Um, but I don't think you realize, you know, those of you tuning in, if you're not an off-road fan, what it takes to do a race like this, you know. Um, think of the 24 hours of Daytona or Le Mans, you know, how grueling those races are, right? So you take a race like that, and that's all around one one track, Right. And it's still it's still intensive. Well, now spread that out over, you know, a good chunk of an entire country. And you've got race crews, you know, all over with pit support, radios, tires. It's so, 
so hard to run a desert race on a point to point. Uh, I haven't been to race in Baja in over a decade um, because it's so intensive and logistically challenging. Uh, my team's set up to run here in the United States. And I mean, we run things like Vegas Torino that runs in across the entire state, right? And it's 550 miles. And you're running literally from Vegas Torino, uh, give or take. You know, we kind of start outside of Vegas and finish outside of Reno. But just to do that across an entire state here in the United States is very, very hard and logistically challenging. Now you move it to a foreign country. And an entire country you're racing across, or a good chunk of it, you know, Baja Norte and Baja Sur, uh, North Baja, South Baja, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, um, you know, it's it's so, so challenging to do it right and have people and communications and gas, tires, parts, where you need it. That's what makes the Baja 1000 so special. And, you know, you can bring up the Dakar Rally, Dakar, um, and absolutely, it is it is the toughest race in the world, but that one you have breaks. And every every end of every day you get to, you know, reprep your car and go do it again. And yes, you're running across, you know, all of Saudi Arabia now uh, instead of Africa, but it's all of Saudi Arabia. Um, but I still think the Baja 1000, because it's run in a single day, is more challenging than Dakar. Not to finish. Not to finish. Logistically challenging for one day, I will put Baja as the toughest race in the entire world to run. That takes in Le Mans, takes in Dakar, everything else. You know, in a 24-hour period, you cannot put yourself through more hell than you would running the Baja 1000. And that is straight fact. So uh, I love Baja. I love the people of Baja. I love racing in Baja. I love everything about the Baja 500 and the Baja 1000. Um, you know, but, uh, it's, it's one of those, man. It's, it's cool. It is rad. So that's going on right now. Uh, if you're tuning in, uh, Saturday, Sunday, whenever you listen to this, head over to race desert There's live streaming, there's tracking, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, in regards to who's going to win, I have no idea. You want me to guess? I would say Rob Mack and Luke McMillan. That's going to be a tough tandem to beat. So, uh, probably money's on the goat, Rob Mack and Luke McMillan. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, yes, Baja happening. Um, uh, there's also a lot of other things happening in the world. Like I said, we're going to jump in. Uh, uh, we got some crazy stuff happening with Twitter, Elon Musk. I don't know what's happening there. I just posed the, th- the, the question out on the Twitter universe, uh, and I'm going to pop in and see the results. So far, we've got uh, Twitter, 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 Twitter. Where's Jim's, Jim's profile? I'm at Jim Beaver 15, by the way, if you want to know. Um... What's the bigger mess, Twitter or FTX? Ah, 72% of you say FTX, 28% say Twitter. Um, so, all right, so as big a mess as Elon Musk has made Twitter, and I'm an Elon Musk fan, but um, uh, <laughs> more of you think FTX is. And, you know, for those of you following the Twitter thing, Elon took over, changed a bunch of the rules, added in this whole blue thing for check marks. Um, fired a bunch of employees, hired the employees back. Now's locked everybody out of the buildings. Think there's going to be a hostile takeover of Twitter. I don't know what's happening in Twitterverse. Uh, I haven't even looked at the stock, but I'm sure it's in the toilet. Um, and then you've got FTX. So there's this guy that owns one of the biggest crypto, you know, companies in the world, right? Took a bunch of investments from Steph Curry, Giselle Bunchen, uh, Tom Brady, uh, and basically took all that money, swindled it. So he creates his company, one of the biggest what uh, crypto exchanges, 
and there was no basis to it. So he had a backdoor built into the accounting system of this that nobody could, that nobody even knew. And so he literally could take billions of dollars out of the company and funnel it for his own personal use. So literally this guy was buying friends like $100 million mansions and cars and vacations, things like that, and nobody even knew what was going on. And it's it almost seems like we're going to have a Netflix documentary. Like, what was it? Uh, what was it? The Fire Festival, Fire Fest. That was this whole like thing where it was just a oh, crock of crap. And I feel like this was the same thing. And the unfortunate part is you've got a bunch of celebrities and a bunch of investors who thought it was legit. And FTX was, I think, they were sponsor of the Miami Heat Arena. Um, you know, the arena in Miami, I mean, it was legitimate. I mean, they were making sponsorships of arenas and things like that. Like it, it got to that point and, uh, for them to basically it just to be a, a complete farce at this point, um, people lost all kinds of money. It's literally collapsed the crypto market. Uh, my crypto balance is in the toilet because of this. Uh, and mine wasn't invested there. I I'm with Coinbase, um, which is legitimate. You got crypto.com legitimate. Um, but it's, you know, at least uh, Coinbase is, is listed on the New York Stock Exchange, or not on the Stock Exchange, but it, it's listed on a stock exchange so you can actually buy stock in the company. You know, I think at some point when you get to that, um, <laughs> you're, you're pretty legitimate. So uh, that's where my money's at. But, uh, it, you know, this whole thing, a lot of people lost millions and millions of dollars and thousands and thousands of dollars on a lower level. It's just scary. It's crazy. Uh, I think there's going to be lawsuits for a long time to come. And like I said, going to be a Netflix documentary at some point. Uh, so we got that going on. Formula One in Las Vegas. Let's talk a little bit about Formula One in Las Vegas. I had big plans to go. I'd still like to go. But those plans are dwindling away as we speak. I don't know if you've seen prices for hotel rooms. We're over like $1,000 a night on the strip for a crappy room. We want a good one, 10, 15 grand a night. Sweet, 40, 50 grand a night. Uh, you want the tickets? Literally, like nosebleed seats are like 3K a piece for crappy seats for the Formula One race. I'm looking at this going, an average fan, and I live two and a half hours away, wouldn't have to have a flight, nothing. Just for a hotel room and just for tickets for a couple of us to go, you're looking at at least $10,000. I am not going to spend $10,000 to go watch a Formula One race. I truthfully think I could go to the Monaco Grand Prix for less than $10,000, and uh, it's just insane how expensive this race is becoming in, in Las Vegas. I, I can't even comprehend it. I feel bad for the American F1 fans. Miami is expensive and inflated as that got. I feel like this is going to be worse, and that sucks. That truly sucks. I was very excited about this. I've become very pessimistic about this very, very quick. Uh, so my, my thought is right now... Um, throw in a big bar party. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in Phoenix, maybe in Vegas, maybe in Vegas, get a bunch of my friends together and let's all just go to Las Vegas and we're going to throw a massive party, rent out an entire bar on a Saturday night and watch the race. And, uh, I think that might actually be, uh, that might be the better call. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know at this point, but uh, thinking uh, that might be the better call and probably a whole hell of a lot more fun and probably get to see more too. So uh, maybe that's what, uh, what the deal is. I don't know, but uh, let me think what, let me know what your thoughts are on this whole thing with uh, formula one. Cause it's, it's a little bit crazy right now. Um, it's truly, 
truly bananas. Uh, what's going on with the expenses around Las Vegas? And I mean, we've been talking about this since the announcement on this show, and you saw the height of everybody stoked to now where we're at going. What in the world is going on here? This is just too damn much money. And I truthfully believe that, mean that, feel that. It sucks. It really does suck. So, uh, uh, yeah, but Formula One season is uh, going on. I mean, we got a lot, you know, or, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. It, it's 2023 is going to be probably the best. Biggest and best year yet for Formula One. Um, obviously, as an American fan, you've got uh, Austin, Texas. You've got Miami. You've got Las Vegas. Lots of excitement around it, especially for American you know, fans. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of disappointing to see how much Vegas is going to cost. Austin, actually out of the three Formula One events, I think Austin is probably your best bet. It's going to be the cheapest. Uh, if you're an American F1 fan and want to go see a race next year, yeah, probably Austin, Texas is going to be your best bet. Go to Coda. Go to Coda. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I <laughs> We've been rambling on this show about a whole lot of nothing. But, uh, yeah, I think it's time to take our final commercial break of the day. And, uh, um, I don't know. Is it time to take our final commercial break or do I have time? Oh, I still, I'm being told I still got like another minute or two in this segment. So, uh, yeah, you know what I think we're going to do? We are going to, uh, we are going to go to, uh, Talk about X Games. Yes, X Games, under new ownership. That is a good thing. We've talked about X Games for a very long time on the show, and some of the unfortunate realities of X Games is it's kind of been an afterthought and a cash in the last couple of years. So new ownership under X Games, and we got to look at uh, X Games Austin, or Aspen, Aspen, excuse me, 2023 X Games Aspen. Uh, it is back, and it is going to be the end of January, 27th through the 29th. So they have not brought back motorsports into X Games yet. Uh, they are bringing in skiing and snowboarding, obviously your staples. You can't ha have X Games without having those, at least in the wintertime, and a music festival. So uh, I haven't seen a full list of events, but it sounds like uh, ski and snowboard, ski and snowboard uh, knuckle huck, um, super pipe, slope style, and big air have been announced uh, for those two. I'm hoping they still bring in uh, freestyle, uh, whether it be snowmobile, uh, snow bike, hopefully both. Uh, but I, I just so bummer to not see motorsports and action motorsports uh, represented at X Games. That's what I tune in for, and you know, and, and the snowboarding events. I love snowboarding. I snowboard myself, but I just feel like there's this gaping hole with X Games when you don't have the motorsports events. So. Uh, fingers crossed. Here's hoping somehow winter X between now and the end of January, they make an announcement. They got a little over two months, um, that, uh, they are bringing in, uh, snowmobiles, at least freestyle. Just give us one, one event for s literally build a freestyle course and have uh, snow bikes and have snowmobiles. And, uh, you know, and then let's do it bigger, bring in the racing and stuff like that back next year. But come on, man, give us some freestyle. We need it. It launched the careers of guys like Levi LaValley and things like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just bummed out because I like the motorsports and X games, but I am very optimistic. I'm stoked that ESPN sold to the new ownership group. And I think that X games is is going to be in a good place moving forward and to you know and, and let's put it this way they bought it and they haven't had a lot of time to plan they've got to get uh, their first one under their belt and i'm sure summer next year will be epic so uh fingers crossed let's hope but anyways we are going to take a short commercial break now we come back we'll be here to wrap things up right here on the general tire jim beaver show 
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. And we're back here for one final time on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, man, big shout out to my boy Ron Caps. One on his championship on being just an awesome guy and uh, for coming on to the show. Big thanks to uh, Napper Ron Caps. Um, always fun to catch up with him. And uh, yeah, uh, lots of fun stuff to, that we talked about. Obviously, if you're tuning into this, um, it's probably Thanksgiving week. Hopefully, uh, you and your family have an amazing holiday. Uh, we'll definitely have some content dropping next week. Don't quite know what that is yet, but uh, we will have some stuff uh, pumped out. And uh, yeah, we will definitely have uh, have uh, some shows dropping for you guys. So uh, yeah, I am... Uh, 
Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Probably find myself on my Kawasaki dirt bike and UTV at some point the next week. Um, that's for sure. I can bank on that. So, yeah. Big thanks to all of our amazing partners in the show. Obviously, we've got our good friends at Kawasaki, General Tire, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Rally School. Looking for a, uh, a discount? Uh, hit up my uh, hit up my uh, my Instagram or my Twitter, my bio. I got a link tree there. It's got all our discount codes and everything else for all of our partners. GSP XTV Axles, iRacing. Gibson Exhaust, everybody that continues to support us. Thank you. I'm at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. Give me a follow, and we'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. That's a wrap for this edition of the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow Jim Beaver 15, B Cardone 15, and Jim Beaver Show on social media. We're also on the web. Hit us up at jimbeaver15.com for all the latest. We'll see you next time.